0: Friend, Hello to you. I'm Raven. You are listening to Unstruggling, a podcast where we support you with strategies for mental wellness for everyday people and bring some positivity to your day. Has there been a time in your life when you were controlled by fear? Maybe you decided against taking a risk out of the fear of rejection or failure? Perhaps you've been afraid of making a choice because you were uncertain about the outcome and that uncertainty kept you from moving forward. Or maybe you've just been afraid of having a particular conversation with a specific person. There were several years when I was limited because I made choices based on fear. My biggest being the fear of failure, which often overlaps with the fear of rejection. Sometimes they're one in the same. It's very common. I was afraid to work on changing my life for the better because I thought nothing would work out. I had a very defeatist attitude, that outlook of it's not worth trying, and I would get caught up in what-if spirals, where I focused so much on what could go wrong that I couldn't come up with practical solutions to potential problems or focus on the upside of the present situation or present opportunity because I believed the worst about the future. And I believed the future was going to be horrible because my past prior to that point had a lot of tragedy in it. This anxiety and sense of hopelessness contributed to my depression and a lack of motivation to make positive change in my life. In therapy, I learned to start telling myself, forget the past, forget the future, and focus on the present. We did not use the word forget, but it doesn't mean I magically stopped thinking about my past negative experiences and possibilities for things to go wrong. It also doesn't mean I magically saw my present as entirely positive. It definitely wasn't. It just meant focusing on more of the positives of my present or any of them because I didn't think about any of them. But there were a lot of possibilities for things to turn out right or just okay. And also I decided to be more attentive to the small joys and pleasures I was missing out on, as I talked about in one of our first episodes. Focusing on the present more allowed me to understand how to move forward in spite of my fears. And I moved forward in baby steps, of course, because my fear didn't develop overnight, so it definitely was not going to go away overnight. I had to start taking more healthy risks, essentially making uncomfortable and scary but beneficial choices. To start, it had to be something low risk. For me, I confronted my fear of failure by submitting writing for publication, which might sound massively (laughs) daunting to some people. For me, it wasn't. I had been in writers clubs and stuff in school growing up, some of my writing had been published in school magazines when I was in high school and college, so it didn't seem daunting or terribly vulnerable to me at that time, fortunately. I've always enjoyed writing, and putting my work out there was low risk because the worst that could happen was nothing would get published. And That's not really a terrible thing. Nothing bad will happen as a result of that. Naturally, I dealt with a lot of rejection. However, Some of my poetry and short nonfiction was published. And this helped me build self-awareness, self-confidence, and gave me some hope. It brought me some greatly needed encouragement. And you can do the same with whatever your fears are, whether you fear being alone, being disappointed, talking to people, having a specific conversation like I talked about earlier, standing out and facing potential embarrassment, you know, whatever it is. It ultimately benefits you to work on confronting these fears. Sometimes your fears come true, and these are opportunities for you to develop and implement ways to support yourself through that harsh reality and deal with the feelings that come up when you experience that. Of course, part of working through that is knowing that sometimes you take healthy risks and good comes out of it. And you open your life up to positive changes. In addition to that, you become more self-aware regarding what you're capable of confronting, overcoming, and achieving, as well as gaining a realistic understanding of your limitations. You gain the self-confidence that you are capable, adaptable, and resilient. And you can find hope and encouragement from getting through what you thought would be difficult or daunting, especially when things turn out better than you expected. This definitely gives you the thought of, oh, that's not so bad, or I don't know what I was afraid of. Sometimes. Not all the time. What about fears surrounding threats to your safety? This is heavier, but I didn't want to talk about fear without tackling this type of fear brought on by external threats to your safety or actual harm that we all face. This fear is just as valid as all of our other fears. Um... While I was struggling with depression and anxiety, I unfortunately dealt with stalking. On top of all of that, I was stalked by three different people. And that made my mental state even worse because I felt terrified and powerless. This impacted my social life, my work life, and I became easily triggered. Eventually, there was a point I reached where... I became fed up with living in fear 24-7. I rejected my previous belief that I was powerless and helpless. I didn't want to accept this idea that there was just nothing I can do. Ultimately, I developed a safety plan. For me, a safety plan entails having a method or multiple methods for self-defense and also having a support system involving at least one trusted and reliable person I could contact. That is really broad, but the point is there is almost always something you can do to take control or claim power when you are fearful of realistic threats to your safety. We cannot control other people, but there's so much we can do to protect ourselves. And circling back to self-confidence, self-awareness, and encouragement... Working on those aspects of my mental wellness led me to stressing less and having less anxiety because I focused less on what was beyond my control, and I focused more on what was within my control. If you found this episode helpful in any way, please share it and let us know on social media or over on UnstrugglingPodcast.com. I appreciate you for listening. Let's Unstruggle Together.